Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history, trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast. Chris here inside the garage with Charles and crew. What's going on, guys? Hey-o. Lots of things happening this week uh, of September 13th, Season 3, Episode 36. We talk about Guns N' Roses getting shut down during the Encore at Bottle Rock Festival this past weekend. We'll let you know why and what happened with all that. Members of Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, and Pearl Jam going to participate in the Sounds of Seattle Rock Fantasy Ooh. Camp, which is uh, a pretty cool new thing they're doing. Uh, Radiohead also teasing the 20th anniversary of Kid A and Amnesiac albums. Uh, Rush's Getty Lee to be honored with the award for his humanitarian work this week. Oh. Plus this week in music history is trivia. Betty Getty Lee? It, it, she could be there. Betty, Betty Maybe Getty uh, Betty Getty Vetter could be accepting <laughs> it on his behalf. I don't know. We'll have nice. to see. Uh, all of our links are up, of course, rocknewsweekly.com. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's all the same, at Rock News Weekly. New albums uh, out this past week and next. Um, uh, this past the 10th of September, we had new ab- albums out from Andrew W.K., Emil and the Sniffers, Colleen Green, Common, James Blake, Jazz Cartier, Casey, Casey Musgraves, King Cruel, mm. Low. Uh, the the dudes from Chicago, the Midwest original like uh, kind of indie emo guys, Low. They have their first new album in like okay. 20 years. It's called Hey What. Oh dope. So check that out if you guys are a fan. Metallica also their Metallica Blacklist, oh, yes. which is uh, the covers album. Uh, that's out. Um, Park Hype. Have High. you heard that yet? I haven't. I've heard a couple tracks off of it. Uh, the ones that they're shopping around for radio, and they're cool. They're just uh, uh, these artists doing covers of. of Legendary Metallica tracks. Nice, nice. Yeah, and yep. can't wait. New stuff from Park High Jin, Pokey Lafarge, Saint Etienne, Sarah Davachi, Sleigh Bells, The Stranglers, and The Vaccines all have okay. new albums. All right. And also coming up this Friday, the September uh, 17th, we have new albums out from Carly Pierce, Cynthia Erivo, Jose Gonzalez, no. Lil Nas X, Lindsey oh, Buckingham. We love Jose Gonzalez. I know, right? Yeah. Local Valley, long awaited album. Oh, I have, wow. I have no oh, idea. God, I'm, I'm, yeah, I can't wait. I don't think anyone's waiting for that. Uh, Lindsey Buckingham, Lizzie Loveless, and Melissa Etheridge. Wow. One Way Out, More and Mother, and Thrice, Thrice have their new album, Horizons right. East. Cool. So I love there Thrice. You go. I've, I've actually heard a couple of songs from that new album, and they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. They're, they've evolved. Yeah, it's definitely more commercialized and stuff, yeah. right? I would yeah. say. In that vein, um, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, tour news this week. Foo Fighters revealing some West Coast uh, dates, a string of tour dates. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play just a handful of dates here, but we are going to get some here in the Central Valley. Uh, Sacramento, they're going to be at the Golden One Center mm-hmm. on December 7th, and then Fresno at the Save Mart Center on December 9th. Yeah, I've got a couple of friends that are actually interested in that Fresno in that Fresno one. Uh Yep. Yeah, it's pretty 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 cool. And they just played a uh, Bottle Rock Festival, uh, which it, we're going to get into as part of our top news for this week. Okay. As Dave Grohl was joining um, Guns N' Roses on stage for the uh, the closer of the night, right? It was the encore. Uh, they were playing the huge Guns N' Roses track, Paradise City. It was kind of the big finale of the night, right? 
And apparently mid-song, they cut the power to the band. They just turned off what? everything on stage. Uh, and the band finished the song apparently with just like their little amps that were on. They cut off the power to the PA system, right? So the band was still able to play their, their music on the stage, but they cut off the PA. So Wow. The, the reason why is they apparently went past the 10 o'clock curfew. Oh, okay. Bottle Rock Festival is really strict with a 10 o'clock curfew. Uh, 10 p.m. every night they have to stop the music. Uh, apparently, the way that uh, Bottle Rock's set up, it's set up in a neighborhood, kind of. Uh, the fairgrounds are right by residential houses, so the neighbors complained after the first couple years about how loud it was and how late it went. So now the curfew's 10 o'clock, and if you go past it even by a couple minutes, they just cut your power. Wow. So that was kind of a... I guess it's kind of a plus to live there. In a way, right? Yeah, yeah you don't have to worry. But if you're in the crowd... Yeah. And that was the track you've been waiting to hear. Yeah. And they just cut it off halfway through it. Yeah. Instead of just letting them finish. You know, it's, it's like 10.03. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's like, oh, well, we got to cut this off midway or oh, maybe just give them an extra couple minutes and, you know, or something. But I mean, how no, cool, no tolerance. <laughs> how cool would that be to be so close to that to where you could just like maybe hang out on the roof of your house? and listen to all that yeah that would just be so so awesome i bet you there's a lot of people that are in that area that that's probably what they do which is pretty awesome right so i guess to like the the neighbors um that called and you know maybe made a complaint um i just want to say that i i understand and fuck you (laughs) thanks you fucking yeah party pooper how's that how's that sound um, but yeah, also, I guess Neil Young and The Cure have also been cut off for going uh, past the assigned curfew, as well as the Foo mm, Fighters in the gotcha. past. So they've cut off pretty much almost all their headlining artists. Gotcha. They, they all go over it. Yeah. Um, all right, some more rock news this week. Check this out. Jerry Cantrell and Kim Thiel from Soundgarden um, and Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains. They're set for the 2022 Sounds of Seattle Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp in L.A., Okay. Uh, also, original Pearl Jam drummer Dave Krusen is going to take part in this. It's the Sounds of Seattle Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, um, February 17th through the 20th next year in Los Angeles. It was created 25 years ago to provide real people the once-in-a-lifetime experience of connecting and jamming with some of their musical heroes. Oh, okay. So the whole idea is you go there and you you do this little camp. You could like do a one-on-one jam session with some of these guys. Yeah. I, I heard that... that um... And I don't know for sure. Uh, I know that we heard the the trailer for it last week, but I heard that these guys are going to play for Betty Getty Better and the Flint Flam Man. Oh, right, in they, the background because sure. they're all that genre. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all all in this one and the same, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, tied into to uh, Eddie Vedder and company. Nicely done. You can't go wrong with Jerry Cantrell. I mean, he's like a such a he is like a marvel. He's he's an amazing guitar player. He's got a new solo <laughs> album coming out next year, so that lines up with that pretty cool. Also, Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction, amazing drum player, mm. uh, is going to be there. Uh, Mike Kroger, Monty Pittman, I don't know any of these other guys, to be honest. But they're all a lot of people are going to be there for the Sounds of Seattle Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp in L.A. next year. So check it out if you're interested. Well, I can tell you that Britt Lightning's not his uh, born name. <laughs> Britt Lightning. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty cheesy stage name there. Yeah. Um, if it is, if it is, then awesome to his parents. It is good absolutely job. not. I guarantee it. What was his dad? What would his dad's name? If his name was Brit Lightning, what what's his dad? Thunder, think? Thunder Lightning. <laughs> Thunder his Lightning. Name is Thunder Lightning. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, okay. He, yep. He was born in the desert, and in in nineteen odd, 
66, right? And he, um, and he, and and some people found him in a hole, and he was covered by scorpions. He was raised on spice, and he was the Moadib. He was raised on spice from Moadib, <laughs> and Shai Hulud gave. Try <laughs> mm, uh, Speaking of Dune, the the are you excited? That's coming out. I can't wait. Next I'm, month, right? I can't wait. And isn't I've, it going to be on HBO Max? Uh, I think or it something is. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's going to so, be a, in, in theaters and in HBO Max. God, I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, that's really cool. Like uh, like we're my family. They're such Dune fanatics. Like seriously, like my sisters, uh, my my late parents, both of them, like my you know Lalo. All of us were such Dune fanatics, and we have been since the get-go. Yeah, and, that's um, cool. And you know, w- you know, we've all read all the books and stuff like that. We're like super stoked to see what happens. But uh, already, it's not getting good reviews. Oh you know, no, we're kind of bummed. Yeah, it's getting uh, like C, C, you know, C plus, B minus reviews. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't trust. I don't trust people like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust those folks. Well, uh, I, I hope it's it's not bad. I hope it's good. It's um, it's gonna be epic. I'm sure it's it's not gonna be perfect, but I'm sure it's gonna be pretty pretty darn awesome. Absolutely. All right, uh, Radiohead teasing their 20th anniversary uh, reissues of Kid A and Amnesiac from mm. their early 2000s. They they were both um, released seven months apart. I didn't realize that in 2000 and 2001. Mm. Less than a year apart at the wow. time. Wow. Um, and good now, albums, both of them. Amazing yeah. albums. Yeah. Um, so they posted this clip to their Instagram on Radiohead, and the 30-second clip shows a pair of hands trying to tape together CD copies of the two projects. Yeah. So people are kind of theorizing what exactly that means, but I guess we'll know soon enough uh, wh- what it all means. I, I imagine there are going to be deluxe editions, but um, I also saw on the Sony uh, PlayStation 5 the, sto- the Sony Reveal of the upcoming games that they just had uh, this past week, uh, Radiohead was mentioned no. in, in that. And so people were theorizing that it could be some kind of an interactive game that has to do with these albums. Yeah. Or that they're doing a soundtrack for a game. They're providing this these albums for a soundtrack of some kind of a game that may be released. So we'll see. Could be interesting um, uh, in the next coming uh, weeks here. Well, I'll tell you what I'm excited for. What's that? God of War 5. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Lo- lots I, of, uh, it's called Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yep, yeah. Absolutely. I lots of really wait. good P- PlayStation exclusives yep. coming out. There's absolutely. some good ones. Boy. I actually. If uh, you can even find a PlayStation 5, though. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I, oh, I know. I know. I, it, I, so I'm stupid. I'm tempted to, now at this point, like I'm tempted to shave my head almost completely so I look just like Kratos. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like I think I could actually for Halloween it. that might be good. Yeah, I've yeah. got to you know gain a little bit of muscle mass, sure. but yeah, yeah, get some body paint going on. Yeah, exactly. That'd be good. That'd be good to go. Speaking boy, of body paint, awesome. boy, and and large bald people, <laughs> Rush is Getty Lee, set <laughs> for humanitarian honor this weekend. No, he's yes! not. He's not bald yet, but he could be. He'd be a very strange looking bald man, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> Uh, he's a, a very strange-looking man in general. But, no, he's an awesome dude. He's he going to be honored in Toronto with a Solo Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, apparently, this Saturday, you're hearing this on Monday, so it was just this past Saturday, September 11th, for his philanthropic work during the Artists for Peace and Justice Gala in Toronto. 
Um, so he kind of, I guess, was a, a big instrumental in that and raising a lot of money for all of that. This says, quote, the award honors Getty Lee's support of brain cancer research, mm. Toronto Food Bank, Alberta Floods, Doctors Without Borders, Grapes for Humanity, United Way, Canadian Museum for Human Rights, and Casey House. Oh, nice, nice. So those are all, they sound like great charities. And, yeah. you know, he's very involved in giving back to his community. So very cool. He's being honored this past weekend. So Yeah, there's they're Good missing dude. one. Uh, there's a, uh, he's part of an organization called, um, you know, fixing voices to make them deeper is <laughs> really, part, yeah. He's part of an actual, he's got a lot of work to do on that. He's though. got a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a tough one to solve. It's making you voices know, hunger, deeper. poverty, yeah. making your voice deeper. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the toughest thing we got to face in this next century. The logo is like two helping hands underneath somebody's like larynx like strangling someone just yeah just yeah exactly <laughs> it's like helping hands making voices deeper uh, this yeah. was sad this week unfortunately we have an in memoriam it's not in the music world but i wanted to give a shout out to it uh, oh yeah michael k williams uh he was omar little in hbo's the wire he was also chalky white yeah in uh, boardwalk empire a lot of great uh, roles he was in unfortunately he was found dead in his brooklyn apartment uh this past week Apparently, there was some heroin on the kitchen table, and oh. an overdose is suspected. You uh, know, so uh, you know, really uh, shitty there. Uh, probably the most memorial, uh, memorable, uh, memorable, <laughs> memorable. Probably the most uh, memorable <laughs> uh, performance I've ever seen him in is in an episode of Community. Where oh yeah, yeah, yeah and it's it's the fun like best sitcom ever. But he plays um, a teacher in Community, and it just. It's just so funny. Yeah, he's it's, he's awesome. Yeah. He's a great, well-rounded actor. He's not just like a serious dude, like you were saying. He's, yeah. he's uh, pretty funny, but uh, iconic in, in The Wire and other films. Just uh, really sad. Only 54 years old. A uh, voice for radio. Um, yeah. Yeah, big time. Um, so anyway, uh, let's move on to some rock birthdays this week. Charles, right. why don't you let, let everybody know whose birthday it is oh this week God. in the rock world. Chrissy Hind, the legendary, the legendary Chrissy, Chrissy Hind, Hind, rock singer of the Pretenders. So that actually, she's not really seventy, and she was never in a band. It doesn't say disputed on this because one. it just says Pretenders. All so, right, yeah. so that was yeah, the thing. Absolutely. She's pretending to be in a band. <laughs> uh, Benmont Tench, promise this is my real name. I know. There's a couple of these. Yeah. There's a, there's one a couple more down that I think yeah. you're gonna really like here. Ben Montench. Ben Montench. Yeah, that's yeah. He's definitely. a badass though. Badass um, keyboard player. Yeah, keyboardist Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. He's 68. Not disputed. Uh, <laughs> Joe Perry. Oh, whoa. He's only 71. I know. From Aerosmith. He what? should be 91. Oh my God. By all yeah. accounts and purposes. Absolutely. It's all the shoulder rubbing. <laughs> that's. That really ages or ages you well, I guess. Or that's what, what? Yeah, that's keeps what, you young. Yeah, absolutely keeps you young at um, heart. And 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 putting his face super close to like everyone in the band that's and having that little that, that creepy little pirate uh, mustache, that little thin pirate mustache <laughs> that he has. That keeps him young. You know, that's what his, keeps him yeah. young. What was up with that? The like his like his whole okay. So audience, his whole lip is shaved. But the side It's a of porn his, star mustache. Yeah, it's, it's like so a weird, weird. It's a weird pirate. Um, it almost reminds me of those like uh, 
like uh, the Japanese movies where the guy has like the two little strands of mustache. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in the middle, and it's just two little strands, and he's just got him like waving. Yeah, on the yeah. side, and he thinks about it. You know. Yeah, that's Joe Perry. And it, you know, at some point, Joe Perry was like at home, and he was telling his wife, he was like, "Hey, I think I'm thinking about shaving my mustache like this," and she was like, "No." No, don't no, please, don't please, please don't. And he was like, Whoa. he's like, well, this is the best I can do, and yeah. it's not really filling out, hun. I I want a real mustache <laughs> like the rest of the guys, but this I'm is the 70, best I can do. I'm 71 years old. <laughs> I'm 71 years old. Oh my don't god! Don't tell me what to do. Um, Danny Hutton, singer, Three Dog Night. All right, cool. Uh, 79, 79 years old. Mm-hmm. Nice. Here's, uh, here's the name. Barrymore Barlow. <laughs> Okay, parents definitely did not name this former drummer See, of Jethro Tull. Why, why, why can't we have names like that? Why can't that be a trending name? Come here, Barrymore. Bob. Oh, Barrymore. I mean, come on. Pull that's, up your pants. That's a, tri- that's a trendy, hip-sounding name. Yeah. Eat your peas, Barrymore Pardo. <laughs> it sounds like one of uh, like Oliver Twist's friends. Yeah. You know, that used to steal fucking... Uh, copper. Oh in, yeah, yeah, in the nineteen yeah. twenties yeah. or something. Barrymore Barlow down the street. Yeah. <laughs> or Barrymore Barlow is like the name of like a slow vampire in a seventies movie. <laughs> like a bad, a bad. Uh, 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 he's got a, a, <laughs> uh, just a huge pot belly and a yeah. An angry demeanor. Yeah, doesn't doesn't move very fast. Barrymore Barlow. Yeah, exactly. What should we do, sister? <laughs> Give him to Barrymore Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Richard Ashcroft, singer of The Verve. Oh um, yeah, our our favorite band, The Verve. <laughs> I Bitter, love The Verve. Sweet Symphony. That's the yeah. the only thing I remember from I love them. It. And they got sued for it. <laughs> that's right, by Rolling Stones. Right off the bat. Um, Tommy Shaw, singer, guitarist, sticks. Damn Yankees. That's right. 68, not disputed. Not disputed. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we got some trivia for you this week. So let's uh, go back to 1987. All right, shall we? So in 1987, this video wins the award for best music video, best male video, best concept video, Best overall performance, best special effects, what? best art direction, best editing, best direction, and most experimental video. All won all of these awards. It's got to be the, M- it's got to be Michael Jackson at the MTV Video Music Awards yeah. that night. The artist is also presented with the Video Vanguard Award. Whoa. Oh, David Crosby. What video was it? Was it a Thriller by Michael Jackson? B Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel? Yes. <laughs> or was it C, You'll Never Catch Me Alive Coppers by David Crosby and the Cocaine Cowboys? Oh, wow. my God. All okay. smash hits. I'm having a hard time with this one. Like, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm leaning towards C, but, you know, I think, let's let's give it to Lalo. Lalo, what, what do you think? All right, what do you think? Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest. I am also leaning towards C. You'll Never Catch Me Alive, Coppers, is a classic by David Crosby, and I have rewatched the only recording of it multiple times. Oh, yeah? And it's just, it's so good. It, it oh, never no gets way. old. What was your guys' favorite part about that video? Oh, my, oh. my, well, go ahead. Just David <laughs> yeah. Crosby, buck naked, running down the street. <laughs> Sirens oh, yeah. in the background. 
Yeah. Yeah. It really like blends well yeah. into like the the song. Yeah. It's so just, it's perfect. for those of you in our audience who are too young for this, so David Crosby's butt naked. He's running down the street. He's just covered in sweat. And what they do is they just do like a slow mo pan into him and then he just becomes a puppet <laughs> like and it's just nothing but puppets wow. from that point forward i forgot about that yeah, yeah. it's crazy that's and why that was the best special effects yep, part absolutely that's the award he got oh, yeah. for that yeah and uh and the i remember that you know you'll never catch me live coppers yeah i love coppers. that song absolutely yeah, the, the ladies in the background yep yep on that, that now if good. it wasn't him um, I'm really, I'm actually gonna have to go with Sledgehammer by Peter, Peter Gabriel because if you guys have ever seen the video for Sledgehammer, it's awesome. Both of these videos it are very awesome. intricate and yeah, Sledgehammer is yeah. awesome. Uh, Alright, so is that you guys uh, gonna go for? It was actually B, Sledgehammer. Oh. Peter Gabriel are correct about that. Look at that. Uh, uh, winning huge at the Video MTV Awards in, this week in 1987. Best music video, best male video. I mean, it, the list goes on. Pretty it's amazing. impressive. Oh, man. Yeah, it's cool. Yep. Uh, to this day, it's amazing. Very cool. All right, so uh, we got some more trivia here. Uh, in 1964, Rod Stewart re- recorded his very first single, Good Morning Little School Girl, uh, Little School Girl featuring a then-unknown young session bass player mm. who would later, later play bass for this band. So he wasn't known at the time. He was a young kid, just a session player. Who, did, who would he later play bass for? Was it A, Led Zeppelin, Ooh. B, Black Sabbath, Ooh. or C, David Crosby's Cracked Out Polka Party? Oh. That was a kind of a strange strange time in his life and his it's career then. So difficult when it's, when when David Crosby's involved. Like, it's, I don't know, what, Lala, what do you think? Okay. So, okay, the question is who was the, the young unknown bass player, right? Right. Okay. What band did he uh, later join? Hmm. I'm gonna have to say David Crosby's Cracked Out Polka Party. <laughs> it was very well known that like every member of the band besides David Crosby were just like people that he picked up off the just homeless children. Oh yeah, <laughs> just right. little vagrant street orphans. Yeah, that later grew up to be in the greatest bands of all time. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. it's a little known fact, right? Yeah, absolutely. And they had names like the names that we covered before. Barrymore Barlow. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Well, it was actually John Paul Jones from Led uh, Zeppelin. Oh, okay. Yeah, so John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. Oh, cool. Um, he was the uh, bass player for Rod Stewart on his very first uh, single recording, oh. as well as uh, uh, I think he had a time in David Crosby's Cracked Out Polka Party as well, oh, yeah. but doesn't yeah. like to talk about it. It's yeah. a dark time. Rod Stewart. I mean, I, you got to love Rod Stewart, but it's just, it's so funny because mm. I, I wonder. Do you, you got to love him, though? <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if he was born with that raspy voice. I, I consider yeah. Rod Stewart and Melissa Etheridge almost the same person yeah, in my mind. They yeah. have the same vocal delivery. Yeah. They have the same hair color, and they have the same saggy face. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. Like, like when Melissa Etheridge, when she goes home, she like pulls off her mask and it's Rod Stewart, mm-hmm. and then he pulls off his mask and he's just like he's an alien lizard. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was good. Okay, no, that's good. That's a good twist. <laughs> oh, it just goes on forever, right? Like you just keep pulling off their mask. One of my favorites was when Family Guy had that with Kelly Ripa. Oh, I she love gets that. off. She's like, oh, all right, yeah. we'll see you guys later, and she's got like a young man tied up in her in her uh, dressing room. Yeah, she's, like tied up, and she takes off her mask, and it's like this alien <laughs> face, and she like <laughs> <laughs> devours yeah. his body. <laughs> Uh, so funny. Oh, great. Good stuff. All right. Uh, movie TV entertainment news this week. SNL is premiering coming up on October 2nd. What? It's going to be its 47th season. Uh, tr- a teaser trailer released uh, showing a variety of title cards uh, from throughout the years. 
Uh, so, yeah, SNL premiering October 2nd. So nice. Check that out. Halloween Kills is going to be debuting on Peacock and in theaters coming up in a couple weeks on October 15th. So there you go. That's the next one from Jamie Lee Curtis and the Halloween franchise. Okay, cool. But we were saying a lot of these videos now are just going straight to the streaming services yeah, as well, yeah. which is pretty cool. We get to watch them here at the comfort of our own home without having to deal with stuff. Yeah, and this one in particular is going to be on the backs of Peacocks. <laughs> Which is awesome. So fun keep fact. An, keep an eye out for Peacock. Um, did you see the Matrix Resurrections trailer yet? Sure did. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Sure did. I thought it was pretty good. What'd you guys think about it? I think if 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 Keanu Reeves hadn't have done um, John Wick, it probably wouldn't have worked. But because he put in so much effort and made such an epic, like you know, he, that's such an epic character. John Wick is so awesome that uh that i think it, it it works it totally works if he was just like doing like random rom-coms like right. up until this point like it would be like eh, but because he's such a badass in john wick and you just thoroughly enjoy it i think it's it's no that's possible. a good point if they did if he if it would have just been like that um bill and ted remake and other yeah. films like that i yeah. couldn't see it, you know i wouldn't be taking it seriously yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good point so yeah it, d- it did look pretty good i mean the, it looks like all the, the everybody's returning for it the main, for the main characters as well larry fishburne yeah not, though. yeah yeah and so Lawrence fishburne larry fishburne's not going to be in it and they had some new dude playing um playing his role yeah, yeah right so, I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I have, I'm, I'm I haven't, okay with it. I haven't read into actually what's going on there. Is there like a contract dispute, or I wonder what why he's not involved in it? I think it's a David Crosby thing. <laughs> David Crosby got to him, huh? No, actually, uh, it was Joyce Choiceless. Ah, so she threatened legal action. Yeah, she threatened legal ah, action. I see. She well, like she she's threatening. She could be persistent. Yeah, yeah. You know, she is for the voiceless. That's that is true. That's who she serves. Check this out. New scientists or a scientist discovered a new dinosaur. What? Yeah, it's apparently called a Ulugbekasaurus. Oh, okay. And it would have roamed Central Asia during the late Cretaceous or Cretaceous period, and it was apparently ruled the food chain before the T Rex. Oh, okay. So they didn't know this that this was the dominant predator before the T-Rex was the dominant predator. So Nice. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. A I'm, University of Calgary in Canada found it. I love that they um, that they kept the name the same because when they were asking the person to name it that's like right when they had a stroke. Yeah. So glad. Who knows how they get these names? Yeah, seriously. But really, Ulugbekasaurus. That's what it says. Mm. Yeah. Look at how it's, they spelled it too. It's nothing. It's nothing cool like Ninja Saurus or or rip your face cool, off Saurus. Cool Dino. Yeah. Guy. Like, come on now. Cool Dino Killer Man. Yeah. It's spelled U L U G H B A or B E G. Saurus. Yeah, Ulugbekasaurus. So, yeah. It sounds like um, it's from um, a, a Lovecraft novel. Um, Could be. <laughs> yeah, like we're gone. Call, Call of Cthulhu there. Yeah, Call of Cthulhu, yeah. Call of Cthulhu-saurus. Yeah. Wait, we haven't talked about Wagonathon for quite some time. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been sure. a while. You know, it's you know, he's kind of like Candyman. You don't want to mention him too much. He may just show up. Oh, in your sleep, yeah. Rob you of your of your dreams. You know. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Get, get in your head a little bit. Let's do we that saw now. That. We we did see Candyman. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it was really good. 
uh, the Jordan Peele. I think we may have mentioned that last week, but yeah, it was good. If you guys haven't seen it, we're going to watch the new one that just came out today, uh, Malignant. Oh, okay, Malignant. That, that one's on HBO Max. Oh, we're going to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, so we're going to watch that tomorrow. tomorrow as well. So yeah. we, uh, that that's pretty cool. I, I, I like the fact that we don't have to go to the theater for everything. Yeah, and be able to watch some of these new releases at home. You guys are in for a special treat now. So what we're gonna do is, I'd like I happen to have a mirror. We're gonna turn off the light. <laughs> oh, great! And we're sure, right yeah. now, right? Let's we're gonna go. Off. We're gonna say it. All right, David Crosby. Ready? David Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> David Crosby. Oh my God, he's already here. Yeah. Oh, hey. How did he do what? that? Oh, now he's gone. He's already gone. He just dumped like a whole bag full is of. Is that just? What, what is, is that? that? It's a pile Baking of powder. It's a pile of grease. And baking powder, I oh, believe. Oh, nice. I don't nice. know what that... Nice. Is that done. for making chicken? Yeah. He just gave us a, a, a little bit of a recipe <laughs> for deep fried chicken and left. Yeah. Very strange. Candyman came in earlier, and he was just like, Have you guys heard the new Metallica album? <laughs> Here's a candy with it's a wonderful. razor in it. <laughs> candy. Yeah. Cool. Cool Candyman. Yeah, right think, on. Yeah, we were Did like, James yeah. James Hetfield put you up to this? All right. It's cool. Cool, You're man. Cool, right? All right. Look at my hook for my hand. It's all bloody. Talk about the bees. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Hey, this is some good news, though. Check this out. This was an interesting story. A 49-year-old UK plumber landed a record deal after a music mogul heard him singing while he was working in his bathroom. Oh, dope. Yeah, this guy is nice. Kev, Kev Crane. Uh, spent six weeks installing a new suite at the home of Paul Connolly. Six weeks. Yeah. But apparently, it took that long to do. Uh, completely unaware that he was the owner of a record label. As he worked, Crane would spend his day singing along to his favorite tunes on the radio, including David Bowie and Meatloaf. Nice. Yeah. That Meatloaf got him the record deal there. Nice. Connolly was so impressed that we gave, he gave him a record deal, and he's now made his first album. Crane says he was shocked when Connolly offered him a chance to sign on to his New Reality Records, which has artists from Brazil, New York, and Britain. Crane used to be in a cover band called The Reprise in the 90s, covering bands like Depeche Mode, as well as writing his own music. Oh, wow. So, All right. Kinda, Nicely done. Kind of cool, huh? You never know. Well, at New Reality Records, you know what you should do? You should send me a guitar. Right? You should send me just, a just guitar. Just do it. No reference. No reason. <laughs> no reason. Do it now. Yeah, listen, listen to me. Why are you waiting? We already Thank asked for, for it. We need to friend. ask again. Check yeah. this out. I thought this was good. At least Burger King here is setting a standard, I think, that hopefully other restaurants can follow. They have banned 120 artificial ingredients from its menus, okay. including high fructose corn syrup and several food dyes. The move was announced in 2020 with an ad campaign featuring a time lapse of a Whopper growing old and moldy over time. The chain's chief marketing officer said in a statement they hope their ongoing commitment to real food will not only provide guests with the food they're looking for, but also set a standard for the industry overall. I love it. I'm just concerned with the fact that they had 120 artificial know, ingredients right? until now. It's like it's like a serial killer's <laughs> like, okay, well, I, here's all the yeah. bodies of everybody I killed, but I promise I'm not going to yeah. kill anymore. Yeah. But here's all the bodies I did kill. Yeah. So are we cool? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, to all you Nissan owners, we're going to repair that faulty brake line that we've known about this entire time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, it's a step in the right direction, I guess. Yep. yep um, all right, guys. That's yep. it for us this week. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly. Check out photos from our interviews, and all of our links are up, of course, on nine different platforms, including.
including uh, Audible, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, really cool. We're on Audible. So yeah. check that out. Uh, if that's the way you guys like to listen to stuff, look us up. Add us there. Uh, at Rock News Weekly, rocknewsweekly.com. We will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.